Hey, course creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi slash apps. That's writing.fyi slash apps. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Man, I'm telling you, having to work with GoDaddy to get their services off the service is just, it's a complete mess. I don't like it at all. Well, that's our topic for today. So Chris... This is going to be all you, and I might put in some color commentary, but take it away. <laughs> You're just going to let me rant huh, for 10 <laughs> minutes here. Well, this is, this is going to be interesting. I think if you're listening and you're thinking, why would I want to listen to this rant about GoDaddy? Uh, well, here's the reason. Because this, what GoDaddy does is not different from a lot of hosts. And I think you can learn from this as you go ahead and build your website and or get it created or get a domain name and and have or have to transfer it or whatever you need to look for certain uh, I guess red flags when you're trying to do those things because you don't want to get locked into a place like GoDaddy because they make it very difficult to leave and this is what's so difficult so so let me tell you first of all the first thing I don't like are the charges. They seem to charge for every little thing. For instance, I'm working with a client this last week. And they've got a website on GoDaddy, right? And they're paying something like $25 to $30 a month for their website. And they came to me because they wanted a second website built on the same server. And I said, well, no problem. I can go ahead and do that. So I go to install another WordPress site on the server, which you should be able to do. It's usually you're paying for space, right? And so you can put as many websites as you want on there. And there's no way to install a second site. There's just not. GoDaddy doesn't allow it. And I start poking around, and we end up giving them a call. Well, it turns out you you have to purchase by the WordPress site. They want to charge them another $25 a month, actually $30, because they wanted to go for the e-commerce site, which it says it adds WooCommerce, which, by the way, is free. (laughs) So I don't know what GoDaddy's charging for there. They want another $25 for the site. So now these folks are going to be paying something like a total of $55 a month for web space. And this is for sites that have five or six pages on them. It's absolutely crazy. That is crazy. And, and and then of course there's all these nickel and dime services they want to add to it. You know, do you wanna do you wanna have um, extra security? Well, we got better than regular SSL, we'll give you, you know, double SSL or something like that. And it's another five ninety nine a month. And and the the marketing is very compelling. And of course, you know, they they get you on the phone and try to sell you that way too. And it's compelling. And people who don't know better, go ahead and sign up for all this. I can't tell you, that's the other thing I don't like is the lock-in. There are so many clients that I have worked with that just have their domain on GoDaddy and they want to transfer it out. 
Because, you know, GoDaddy gets you in the first year at a real low price with your their domain, and then they push it up higher than most other providers because you're, you're stuck there. Right. But one thing they sell most people on is this, like, it's like a domain lock service of some kind. I don't remember what it's called. But what it does is it puts like an extra layer of security around the domain name, which you really don't need because, you know, providers don't do this because there's already layers of security built in. Well, they, they're charging for this service, something like $25 a year additional for this service. People get it because they think, well, I don't want to lose my website. Well, you're not going to lose your website. It's yours. It's protected. But they pay for this service. And then, oh, my goodness, Amit, to get them out of this service, it's click and send an email and click and input a code and, and, and you know, have to verify here and verify there. And then all that does is open it up so then they can make it so that then I can be allowed to go in to start to make the transfer. But then once you start to make the transfer, of course, there's all the usual steps you have to go through. Yep. So they really lock you in. And, um, you know, what really bothers me about that is that it seems a little predatory to me because regular people should be able to move their domain if they want to. And they make it to where me as a developer have a difficult time moving it. I can't imagine a regular person, I'm putting that in quotes, <laughs> wouldn't be yeah. able to do that at all, right? It's just, yeah. it's not easy. That, that, that person needs to run a business not to figure out this crap. So GoDaddy <laughs> knows that they're going to give up, right? They're eventually going to give up Yeah, yeah. and just stick with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's what that's what I think happens. Um, plus, you know, like I said, their marketing is very good. You remember they had the Super Bowl ads and all that, and so what happens is people go on there. They think, oh, this is a place I can trust. They talk to the salespeople, which are very attentive, but do try to upsell you on a lot of stuff, and um, and they end up just getting locked into this place. Yeah, I so, remember I bought a. Website. It was an impulse buy, but I bought a existing website. Right, this guy yeah. has a WordPress blog. He has built it up, and it was in the fishing outdoor niche, and it was a decent price. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, buy it, and it was hosted on GoDaddy, and it was the worst experience of my life trying to get that <laughs> to my site ground because all the things you just mentioned, like the domain lock, the verifications, it was just non-freaking-stop. And again, I'm technical, you're technical, so I can only imagine how hard it would be for people who are non-technical to go through that process. Yeah, you're 100% correct. And so so here's here's another really interesting thing about it. They don't use the common backends for websites. So like when you're, when you're working with a host, you, most hosts use a program called cPanel. Yep. which is a very common back end to a website, right? You can go in there and if you want to work with your domain name, you can go in there and change it. If you want to change something with an email or create a new email or create a subdomain, you can do all of this within cPanel. You can even get into the file structure of your website if you want to or install a new WordPress site. You can do just about anything. And of course, it's got a simple mode, so if you don't want to get into all the weeds, you don't have to. Or if you're a developer and you want to get in the weeds, you can do that. Well, GoDaddy does not allow you into the cPanel. 
And, and the reason they don't is because then they can charge you for every one of those things. You want an email, they're going to charge you for that. And really, that should come with the site, right? I mean, almost all hosts just let it come with the site. Unlimited emails, not GoDaddy. <laughs> they're going to charge you for every single email. And then when you have trouble with it, they're going to have you call and get tech support and sell you on another service, right? Wow. And, and not having cPanel really, that to me was, that made it very difficult to do anything because, like I said, all those things you'd normally do, you can do in cPanel. And if you have a problem, there is help all over the internet because almost all hosts use things like cPanel. So you can go, you can find the help you need, you can get it to work, no big deal. Not if you're with GoDaddy, you have to go to them. They, again, they lock you in and make you use their services. And so that's that's my biggest beef with them is all of that, you know, and, and like I said they have unnecessary charges for a lot of things that other sites give you for free. You know, if you start comparing different providers with GoDaddy and really look at those lists of everything you can get like how much space your website gets how many hits you can have per month, um, uh, how many emails you can have, how many websites you can install. They're all usually very generous, and they'll base their tiers upon the amount of space or the amount of freedom they're giving you, right? Yep. GoDaddy doesn't do that. They just say they're appealing to the, again, in quotes, common man and saying, you want a website? We're going to charge you per website, which I would get if it were something like Squarespace, where they're going to say, look, I'm gonna, we're going to charge you per website you use on our drag and drop platform. But it's not like that. They're selling space for WordPress <laughs> and for other things like that. And they want to charge you for everything. And like I said, even though... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. If, if I'm on their website right now and I'm trying to buy a domain, it says domain plus full domain privacy and protection plus websites plus marketing starter for $1.00. <laughs> uh, for thirty for thirty dollars, yeah, and it renews after that for thirty one dollars. So that website, where am I going to build it? It's not on GoDaddy's builder. It, they'll actually sell me, like they'll tell me to figure out WordPress. Well, they'll give you that choice. So you can, they have a website builder, kind of like a Squarespace. Of course, it's not as good as Squarespace, I don't believe. Uh, Squarespace is made to be an easy builder, right? But they'll, they'll just give you that free builder. But then most people want to do like a WordPress site, and they're going to charge you extra for that WordPress site, or it's a different package. I'm not sure which. Um, mm -hmm. It's it, you know, I, I I can't totally speak to that because I haven't bought their services. I'm pretty much just trying to get people off of them, and uh, I kind of see the other end where after they've been there for a while, and then they're you know, every the prices go up and they feel locked in, and, and it's it's really it's just not a good thing. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And like I said, the, the other tactic that's hard is that they've got a very good sales team. And so they'll get people on the phone and they'll, they'll start, you know, tell them how they can help them and they'll, you know, turn services on or off and you may not realize what you're doing. And then you get locked in even more. That's just crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, that's my rant. We don't necessarily have to do a recap because I think everyone gets the idea. <laughs> they, they charge too much. They lock you in. There's a different back end. They get, they, uh, and they keep you on the phone. But the takeaway I think I want everyone to have is that you can do better, right? There uh, are let other me ask competitors. You, I was going to ask you that. Where would you suggest our listeners go to who might be trusting GoDaddy now or maybe looking into it 
What are some other options you might suggest them? Well, a lot of people like SiteGround, and I was with SiteGround for years. The, their pricing also goes up after your contract. It goes up pretty significantly, and that's why I ultimately left. And I ended up, because I am enough of a developer, I got my own server that I could resell on. Um, but SiteGround is a good, solid host. Uh, some people like HostGator. Uh, a lot of people who use WordPress like WP Engine, even though that one is more expensive. Or you can always use something like Squarespace if you don't want to go the WordPress route. I've met a lot of people who do that, but there's there's reasons I don't like Squarespace as much. I prefer WordPress. Um, so if you're gonna if you're gonna go somewhere else, I would probably send you to SiteGround today. I mean, where where do you usually send people to? I mean, we're gonna talk about this a little bit in the next episode, but where do you send people to? Yeah, SiteGround, Bluehost. Bluehost uh, if is it's good, WordPress, yeah. if it's not WordPress, Newsendler uh, for those who don't care about hosting and all the backend stuff, yeah. and just wanna sell digital pro- uh, courses, then yeah, Newsendler. But we will get into that. In the next episode, and then yeah, so don't miss that next episode. It's going to be a good one too. But I hope I hope this has been valuable for some people to just hear me rant a little bit about this. And if you've had a bad GoDaddy experience, go ahead and let us know. We'd love to hear it. Or if you've had a good one, that'd be interesting to hear too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, do your homework. Find a good host. Uh, don't just go with the one that seems the flashiest. Absolutely, I think that goes with everything in life, right? Yeah, it really does. It really does. You, you have to do your homework. <laughs> to do awesome. it right. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the rant today. This has been a little <laughs> different than usual, but we just thought we'd, we, we, we got to talking about it and thought, well, that's something that we should probably bring up to uh, everyone who listens to Course Wizards because you guys are creating websites and, and uh, we don't want anyone to get trapped in something like a GoDaddy experience if you don't have to. And so if you've enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and rate and review. Let people know so that they can hear our rants too. Uh, we are going to be back next week with a very interesting episode where we're going to talk about the services that we recommend, what's our tech stack that Amit recommends and that I recommend to new clients that we work with or new people who want to create their own courses. Uh, I think you're going to like it. It's going to be a good one. You then keep creating. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com. 